Welcome to The Hammer, where we hit the nail on the head with insights from the world of Canadian renovation and custom home contracting. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this special episode of The Hammer. I'm your host, Jack Burton, and today I'm joined by Chris Beaton and Corey Soder from eMotors Direct to talk motor best practices, how to find your competitive edge as a contractor, and what's changing in the industry. So without further ado, let's jump right in. Welcome, Chris and Corey. How are you guys doing today? We're doing great. Thanks for having us on the show. Uh, so I mean, my name is Chris. I'm the CEO and co-founder of eMotors Direct. We started eMotors Direct about seven years ago to address a lot of the customer service and transparency issues in the industry. Thanks for having us uh, on as well, Jack. Uh, my name is Corey Sudart. I'm the sales and customer experience manager at eMotors. Uh, so I've been in the industry about 12 years, but have been involved in the agricultural industry uh, all, all my life. So good background in what most customers are seeing from their day-to-day -day use. Amazing. So um, I think a lot of today's discussions are going to center around opportunity. Um, and that opportunity isn't just about, uh, you know, the amount of projects that exist for contractors right now, but also the amount of technological solutions that are coming out. Um, On-site solutions such as smart technology, artificial intelligence, telematic systems. There's a lot out there for contractors to leverage to their benefit and honestly, their bottom line. So on the topic of all of this opportunity, I feel like maintenance becomes key when it comes to having the proper equipment up and running to meet deadlines and take advantage of all of this work instead of losing days to faulty tools. How has this problem influenced the solutions that eMotors Direct has developed for this market? And what's some of the technology that you're using to address this need? Great question, Jack. You're 100% right. You know, back in the day, we simply installed motors, tried to keep them clean, tried to keep them greased and kind of just waited for them to fail. You know, we, we ran them and, and hopefully they ran for a long time. But then once they failed, we had a little bit of panic and the downtime started and everybody was on us to try and get things fixed. Where, you know, if we fast forward to today, there's so much more at our fingertips. Infrared cameras, temperature sensors, the ability to, you know, just capture data and then use Excel spreadsheets and such like that to, to make trends. We can kind of do some educated guesses on, well, that motor normally lasts us four to five years in that location. Maybe at four and a half years, we'll change it out. So a lot of, uh, a lot of technology in, in the system right now uh, that really helps out all of the contractors out there. All of that data is something we feel that many people are underutilizing at this point. Um, it's there, but they're just not doing anything with it. One of our goals is to help customers build an asset management system that they, them and their contractor can schedule workloads versus always putting out fires. That's what we really see customers. It's always, I need this right now. If you look at any kind of motor, it's probably been failing for months before it actually fails. So if they could harness that data into something in a useful way, they would they would know that that motor is starting to fail. Uh, whether it's coming up with simple Excel templates that allow customers to track their products on site, uh, they can work with their vendors and see what motors they have in stock and which ones are hard to find versus which ones are on the shelf. Next level of that is we're developing an a inexpensive smart sensor that would go on to a motor uh, this sensor would measure vibration, temperature, and current draw, and it would give a customer or a contractor a real-time view of what that motor is doing. So if it's starting to get a little bit warmer, uh, maybe it's starting to fail, if the vibration's going up, maybe something is different in the environment, and that can give everybody a better picture of what's going on. Well, that's super interesting. I feel like especially with something like that monitor, um, you know, with all of these projects, um, a lot of them are big, and that means that the operations are getting bigger too. Um, a lot of contractors can find themselves operating across multiple offices and, and multiple active sites. Um, so I feel like something like 
data collection and even uh, remote monitoring becomes really important. Is there anything specific um, to that that you guys are doing in this space? With the, you know, we're, we're working on a sensor program so our customers can install, install these sensors on their equipment. And obviously with that, there's a monitoring aspect to it too. So from our side, we would uh, set a, you know, we'd look at uh, a baseline for that motor. We'd set a threshold. And when that motor exceeds a threshold, they would automatically get a notification of, you know, there's a trouble issue with this motor. Obviously the sensor is not going to fix it. So it would, they would call out their contractor, um, have a look at it, see if, you know, maybe the motor is having a fault, maybe the actual load has changed and there's something going on that's drawing more amperage for the motor, making it work harder. There's a bunch of different things around that, but the whole idea is to have our own little crystal ball and be able to look into the future and be like, okay, that thing's going to cause us problems. Let's address it now before we're halfway through our production run. And, you know, I have 50 employees standing around and I can't produce anything that day. Um, so then looking at kind of the consequences of all of this project demand and opportunity, um, prices have gone up. And that's something that, uh, you know, we're seeing across the economy, but especially when it comes to materials and equipment across this sector. Um, and that's really only adding to the grief that we see across the significant supply chain disruptions that this sector has been grappling with over recent years. I feel like this is especially true when we uh, circle back to our talk about that blow that downtime can be to operations. These days, I feel like when uh, equipment breaks down, the supply chain means that, uh, you know, the wait time to get the necessary replacement, it's reduced to a guessing game. And that leaves contractors with a lack of direction on, you know, when they can restart their operations. So whether it's managing costs or finding sufficient replacement parts, how can contractors manage these supply chain issues? And what solutions does eMotors offer uh, when it comes to, you know, the consequences of these disruptions? For sure. One of our goals when we started eMotors was to get more information into the customers and the contractors' hands. Uh, we are well aware that costs associated with downtime can be huge. A $500 motor can cost $10,000 in downtime, whether it's labor, wasted product, and not meeting customers' de deadlines. Uh, and this happens at the worst times, when, at 2 o'clock in the morning when a, <clears throat> a motor is not necessarily readily available. And that's why we created the site to aggregate all the customer or all of our vendors' data into one site. So if a customer does have a breakdown at 2 o'clock in the morning, they can log on our site, get real-time updates of where that motor is, how close it is. If it's not in stock, they can get alternatives. And then at 8 o'clock in the morning when everything opens back up, they have a game plan of how fast they can get that motor, how fast they can get their production line going versus waiting till eight o'clock in the morning to start calling around to different vendors. We may be wasting the whole day and not having a clear picture still by the end of the day and not having a motor up and going. You know, and the second part of that is, uh, is if you go on our website, we have a cross-referencing tool. So the motor you currently have and that fails might be obsolete or it might be out of stock. Um, and a lot of contractors, you know, they, they install motors every day. They know how to hook them up. They understand how they operate but they might not be as well-versed in how to cross-reference them. Like, you know, if XYZ motors fails and there's not one on the shelf, how do I, how do I find another one? Which other one's going to fit in there? You know, I don't want to drive two hours out to site and I, I brought out the wrong motor. So one of our, our tools on our site is a cross-reference tool. So if you look up the item that you have, uh, it'll show on the site and then below it, it'll give you some cross-references. Maybe they're closer to you. You can get them faster. Um, Maybe they're just a, a better product that offers that one feature that you were looking for. Um, all those are, are kind of in there. We have about 50,000 SKUs loaded on our website. Um, so probably half of that is obsolete products. So um, legacy products that, you know, 
maybe aren't made anymore. And we've tried to take all of those and cross them to today's version that is on the shelf and is available. So when guys look up stuff, they can, they can find it really easy. The second thing is uh, obviously when you have a motor failure, you can't always wait for that specific motor. Some customers really want that specific motor, but if your plant is running and it's 12 weeks to get that one, again, you want to try and cross-reference that and get a, a little better choice and a little faster solution. Great. Are there any other um, like features um, across that website or maybe um, like ease of use uh, and design choices that you've incorporated that you'd want to talk about? We certainly have a lot of search functionality on there. Um, you know, sometimes we don't have all the information. Anybody who's worked on a job site knows that, well, sometimes the nameplate isn't 100% anymore. It's been in there for five years and people have scratched it and whatever else. So lots of times if we take that, the criteria and we, you know, if I only had the, the horsepower and the voltage, I could maybe take a good guess at the RPM based on the equipment it's driving. And we could probably come up with a solution or take a couple of measurements off the motor and figure out the frame size. You know, one of our, one of our big keys in this role is our technical support team. So it's one thing to have a website. It's another thing to have that technical support team behind it where, Hey, I'm looking on your website, but I'm not quite sure I have the right answer. Who do I call? You know, when we're on Amazon, too bad. If you can't do the research yourself, it's, it's pretty tough. You know, Amazon's a fantastic site, but there's not always that customer support behind it. We recognize that. We really want to try and put um, our technical support team right there for the customers. Sounds great. So then uh, you mentioned teams, which is kind of pointing towards a big elephant in the room, I feel, when it comes to the issues that, you know, current contractors are facing. And that's labor. Um, there's countrywide labor issues. Um, but they're especially pronounced across the construction industry. And these workforce shortages make it quite difficult for companies to take full advantage of that volume we've been talking about, of opportunity. Um, and so I was just wondering from your end, is there anything that uh, contractors can look at when it comes to optimizing that supplier relationship or the role that a supplier can play uh, to help navigate these problems and limitations that they're currently facing? For sure. You know, for ourselves, even we're always looking for vendors that can provide us extra value. Uh, again, when you talk about our technical support team, we try and facilitate them as an extension of our customers team. Uh, you know, again, they are very well versed in their products and what they do. But when they have those questions, who do you reach out to? Uh, they can reach out to our, our team. They'll help walk them through a good cross reference or find them that uh, that drawing or technical specification that they're looking for. Or sometimes we've just maybe seen that application, you know, again, they have lots of on the job site knowledge, but because we field from so many contractors, sometimes we have a better database of all these situations that can occur and all these obscurities that can occur. So, or occur. So just a, a good resource for them, an extension of their team and, and someone to take some of the workload off. Yeah. Another inefficiency we see is with contractors having to drive vendor to vendor to pick up supplies they need. Although it's not necessarily an option, um, but we do offer dropship uh, directly from our vendors to either our customers or our customer sites. So if you're a small electrical contractor, maybe only have a few employees, it might be easier to have our products drop shipped right from our vendors to that local farm or that local manufacturing plant and not wasting your guys, the contractor's time driving around, picking up those parts all day. Uh, that can be a huge save, a huge savings for a small company. So just to continue to maybe pull at this thread um, when it comes to opportunity, um, you know, there's a lot of projects right out there right now for uh, contractors to be bidding on. 
Uh, with opportunities like this, though, comes competition. Uh, the amount of biddable projects out there, it, it doesn't really mean much if, if you're not the one winning those bids. So never has it been more important for contractors to find ways to differentiate themselves and the services they provide uh, from their peers across the market. The question is, though, what solutions are out there for contractors to win jobs and carry them out efficiently? For sure. So using a site like ours will help you get the best price on everything you're bidding on. So if you're looking for a particular 10 horsepower motor, you know you're getting the cheapest, the best efficient price-wise motor um, from the selection we have. Also, energy efficiency is a big thing that everybody's talking about now and, and in the future. So really looking for the most efficient motors and bidding on those for your customers. Um, maybe an extra couple hundred dollars on the sale of a motor can save a customer $500 down the road. You know, even, even for a lot of uh, contractors, time is definitely money. You know, if the customer is down and they're looking for something, the beauty of the website is when you log in, you get your price, you get to see where it is. You can be on site still, search for the customer's product, give him a price and give him a delivery time frame right there. There's no back and forth. The customer's like, Kate, we got a plan. Let's move forward versus, well, let me, you know, you don't seem to have a, a solution. So I'm going to also phone around to these other four guys. Uh, if we can get the answers in the customer's hands almost instantly, it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, that sounds like a great plan. Let's move forward. And we tend to win uh, more opportunities that way. One thing I wanted to touch on, um, we were talking about kind of uh, price increases and inflation that are coming from all of this uh, construction demand. Uh, have you noticed on your end um, any you know price sensitivity um, from potential clients? And do you have any advice on contractors potentially navigating that as well? Because everything is going up so much, not as much. Um, I think people just want value for their money. And that's what we can really offer with the site. Yeah, the variety of different products. Again, you know, I might be really heart sunk on a particular brand. But if I'm looking at it and it's double the price of another version and my customer is really, you know, a, a cost, a really cost conscious customer, there are other opportunities out there. Um, and you can, you know, bring those to the customer, even with your your likes and dislikes, but you know, at the end of the day, if the customer wants to spend half as much as you're quoting and there is an opportunity to sell that, it, it is still there and still exists. Great. Um, well, thank you so much for everything you've uh, shared with us today. Is there anything else you have to uh, you know, give your input on when it comes to uh, contractors uh, and their relationship to all of this opportunity out there? Probably just being as proactive as you can, educating yourself about you know, the new energy efficiency laws that are coming out the new products that are coming out. Um, we try and keep our website as up to date as possible. So, you know, if we look at energy efficiency, you know, as a niche, uh, there's some new rules coming out. Um, a lot of the motors are, are currently at premium efficient status, but over the next couple of years, two or three years, you're going to start to see super premium efficient motors come out. And it doesn't seem like much that they're only going to save one to 2% efficiency. But when you think about a piece of equipment drawing power 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, if we can save 2% efficiency, all of a sudden in a year or two, we've paid for the price of upgrading that motor or the entire cost of that motor, depending on how much power that, you know, that piece of equipment draws. For sure. For all the contractors out there looking for an electric motor, uh, I would say check us out. Check out our site, what we can offer. Um, sometimes we'll be better than your local guy. We'll have more options. We'll get back to you faster. Uh, and a lot of transparency with the site that we've built. So definitely check it out. Amazing. Well, uh, thank you, Chris and Corey, for joining us today. Um, thank you to eMotors Direct. And um, have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, Jack. Perfect. Thanks for your time, Jack. Thanks for listening to The Hammer. 
You can find episodes online at CanadianContractor.com or subscribe on your favorite podcasting service. The Hammer is presented by Canadian Contractor Magazine.